0: Sexy nerds, the nerd imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdom. My name is Diz, and I am your pop culture and sports nerd, Ali. I am Ali, your classic nerd. And I'm VM, a comic nerd. Guys, I've done something over this weekend. Declare that- a state of emergency over an on emergency no, it's not something I would do personally. I might know someone who looks like a cheeto who might do that, but yeah. personally, I wouldn't. What? Yeah. State of emergency declared. Yes, over a wall. If you're listening to us, we are now living <laughs> in a state of emergency. <laughs> state of emergency. <laughs> yeah. You know what's alarming about that though, and as a historian, I should point this out, is that that states of emergency. This is known as as uh, Angombin's thesis of, of the state of emergency. Al, what Algonquin? Uh, Angombin talks about what's known as the state of exception. Mm-hmm. That is that this. Law exists to create the state of exception, right that if, when you create a bound, when you create like a, a boundary go here something exists. Huh. Right? you're putting your hands up, I'm putting my hands up and what's in between my hands exists. okay But by doing that, I'm legitimizing also what exists outside the bounds, mm-hmm. right? And so the state of exception is about normalizing the exception. Mm-hmm. This is how all democracies function, or all states function in some way, shape, or form. By which I mean to say that we call it a state of emergency, but how normal does it feel? Quite normal. Life carries on. It doesn't yeah. impact your daily life. It doesn't impact the kind of day-to-day activity. And before you realize that the state of exception moves this boundary a little bit further in one direction to include what was originally considered an exception. This is this is the thesis of the state of exception in ungovernment. So what I'm trying to say fundamentally is that this should alarm people. That even if it sounds stupid and it would be challenged in the courts, what he's now done is normalize the ability to create exceptions, to create states of emergency for political reasons. And so long as that exists, that means that we have to be vigilant. We have to be aware. And if we allow it to become normative, then don't be surprised when you know other presidents declare states of emergency for other things when presidents use states of emergencies to consolidate power and when in which the presidencies become more and more and more imperial yeah, well it sets a precedent, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, if he did it here, then yeah. we could do it later. Um yeah. Or he could do it later on about something else. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. He just starts he loses the twenty twenty election all of a sudden it's a state of emergency. Yeah, yeah. So he, just oh, yeah. an awareness that, that we do are living in this kind of weird fucked up state. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I declared a state of emergency today myself. What is that? Yeah, because uh slowly slipping away into the abyss, the loving arms of death. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a so, great way to yeah. say yeah. that you turned 33
0: today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Morbid, morbid way to draw attention to yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm drinking this Capri Sun that Diz got me too. You're welcome. Which reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm going back. I'm going back in time a little bit, being nostalgic. Yeah. no,
0: we all watched you open a box very annoyingly while yeah. we were all trying to talk and have a conversation. Yeah. Well, you two, mm-hmm. you're talking
1: about Frazz and or whatever, and. Francis Ngannou, yeah. He's fighting Cain yeah, Velasquez this weekend. Yeah. And this Capri Sun really got, got to me.
0: Sometimes I wonder why we bother having you on.
1: I bother why, but I why have myself on, oh, dude. I'm sorry, I what go was go that? I'm was bothered he, by why I'm on, also. <laughs> so he did, he was, a, did, did, did he just have a yeah. seizure on air? I did.
0: Little did you guys know, I bought him an adult Lunchable. Yeah. It's a spiked Pacific cooler Capri Sun. It's got vodka in there, and he's not used to drinking. It's not
1: even including the pills that I took before I showed up here. ED pills? Yes. <laughs> wow. I have to be half masked in order for uh, for this podcast ever. No one needs to know that. Bit of <laughs> yeah, you nobody, were the one that brought nobody,
0: it up. Nobody in the world needs to know about your weird, weird, perverse life. Okay. Um Yes. yes. All right. I don't know why. Let me. For some reason, I'm turning to you <laughs> for salvation from <laughs> the perversity that is V trad. This is a first <laughs> yes. in this podcast. Let me. Let me. This t- be noted in the of nerdy history. Yeah. Let, let me the take Love this. of God Let me add the nerdy in currently nerdy right yeah, now. Please. All right. So Monday night. Yep. Yeah. Football. I, uh, no, there's no football anymore, man. The Super Bowl was two weeks ago. So I uh, I joined a Discord group chat. Uh, so you became alt right. Yeah, yeah. I joined a group of neo Nazis. I am playing with a bunch of white people, by the way. That's how it starts. Yeah. So Discord, white people. Yeah. My white friends, they said, "Hey, you know what'd be fun, is? Mm. Let's play D and D." If you told me ten years ago that you would be playing D and D and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have believed you. The yeah. rules have switched somehow. Yeah. On these I went. I literally. I, I went from playing like I was playing NBA 2K with I'm my the friends. I'm the cool kid and you're the nerd. Yeah, I was playing 2K it's online. Weird. Um, so I went from playing basketball. or playing d d Yeah, playing d and I told my friends, I'm like, hey, guy, I gotta go. Uh, I'm about to go play D&D. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I gotta go, I gotta go make a character. And they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm like, eh, nothing, man. It just seems like something fun to do. So I went and I created this character. Oh, God. I init- Our our, uh, our name was Judgment Knights of Thunder. Yeah, that's pretty dorky. Right? That's the name of our group. That's pretty dorky. You yeah. named your group? I didn't name our group. Dominic named our group. The,
1: na- the group named itself?
0: Yeah, he named us the Judgment Knights of Thunder, so I named myself originally Desender Thunderballs, no. and I made myself a human warlock. That's really bad. And it, I'm cringing. I'm, <laughs> I'm cringing very badly over this. I quote or misquote sacred texts and proverbs in almost every situation. One of the things I find weird about this is that you're being assigned all these things, whereas when you I wasn't played, assigned, you, I got to pick them. Yeah, but in D and D back in the day, this wasn't done digitally. Oh yeah, the the. We spent an entire day just building our characters. That first day, and usually the first couple days, we actually didn't do anything. Yeah, we didn't do anything the first day. Other than just build our characters. Which involved rolling, which involved our character sheets. But there was never like this, like, oh, you misquote scripture. No, that was just generally, we picked our own traits. We we embodied and role-played. We didn't... Get assigned things. Yeah, you
1: know? so I think they uh, the modern D anD D now it's more so like they try to streamline yeah. it and they try to make it more almost like a board game where there's much more set rules so people can understand I it. I don't
0: better. know why you picked a warlock though. because I didn't know what else to pick. Because you're the least warlocky of anyone I know. Well, it sounded cool. I know it's role playing, but like you generally play things that you're interested in. Are you interested in warlocks? I don't think so. I don't know. What a you would one. have been a rogue. I think a sneaky rogue. Well, I wonder kind of sly. Sneaky, cowardly. Yeah, stealing people's lunches. Stealing shit. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> That's what you would be, a rogue. Or gathering information, like intelligence gathering. That's a, what a rogue. Yeah, yeah. But I what would do warlocks s- do? They summon demons, Diz. Yeah. Oh, and the dead. It <laughs> yeah. seems like some so Demons more than Necromancer's do the dead. It so, seems like something you would do. You're not a warlocky type. <laughs> or were you a warlock when you played? I don't think I've ever played a warlock. Oh. I, I played, I played a mage user. Though. Yeah, well, yeah, see, like, I knew you played mage, so I didn't want to pick mage. i like, something to a mage. I, I mean, think so. I don't know. I don't know what their characters are. Well, I always played a magic uh, caster of some sort or a magic user of some sort, but it was generally a mage. I a classical to, mage. I wanted to be someone chaotic evil, and they told me I couldn't do it. Yeah, because chaotic evil is like, they said, it doesn't work in a, in a campaign setting, because that means you just want to go kill things for no <laughs> yeah, reason. that's what I wanted to do. No. They said, no, you can't do that, because mm-hmm. then why are we with you? Yeah. So I said, fine, I'll be a warlock. And then I saw there were some spells. It's called the Hellish Rebuke. Mm-hmm. Burning Hands. (laughs) Burning Hands. Yeah, Burning Hands. This is Poison Ivy. Poison Spray. See, now this sounds more like your love life. Eldritch Blast. (laughs) This is just your
1: STDs, dude. yeah. I saw these spells. This is syphilis. This yeah, is the symptom. Yeah.
0: You've just listed the symptoms of syphilis. None of these are spells. Poison mist. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely I thought of Tajiri, is. and I was like, ooh, poison mist. Oh, the are, yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing, the, the thing about, about being a warlock is that you cast things from afar, whether you're summoning or you're conjuring or something, but it's always from afar. Oh, so I can't do things from close? No, you're squishy oh, as a sh- warlock. shit. You're very weak. You're a cloth wearer. I have a I have leather armor, It says. Okay. But still. Light armor. Yeah. Light armor. Yeah. yeah. I speak Abyssal. Ab- abyssal? A B Y S S A L.
1: Ah, uh, yes, from the Abyssinian dynasty. Abyss. dynasty.
0: Oh, oh abyssal. 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 And then I speak Goblin. Wait a minute, why are you wearing light armor, though? I don't know. They gave me light armor. Generally warlocks are cloth wearers, but okay. I speak uh, abyssal a common- missile. I guess they could wear yeah. light armor as long as it doesn't interfere with spellcasting. The common language no yeah, uh, Ali, English. I mean
1: Goblin. He is uh, he is a guy that Wears light armor and and yells weird shit behind burlier human beings and stuff. Hmm. He kind of does that now in real life. Yeah, but doesn't he doesn't,
0: like, The idea of him summoning demons is,
1: is, is, doesn't make sense. To I me. mean, you know, I mean, the demon
0: of alcoholism. It's a very bizarre. It's a bizarre character for you to play. I mean, I hope you have fun. Yeah. It's weird to role play online. <laughs> yeah, by, it's like, Discord. Yeah, it's, it's like on roll twenty. You're not in person. You don't roll. It's very bizarre. No, I can roll. Dude, check this out. Yeah, it's all, I mean, yeah, it's all d- done for you. You're not, you're not rolling dice anymore. That's what anymore. I'm saying. Yeah, I, don't I like just, that. I rolled. You could see. I just no, rolled. that's not rolling. You it's not the same the by having the dice in your hand. Yeah, it's not. i try to manipulate the dice. Give me sixes. Give me sixes. <laughs> give me sixes. <laughs>
1: roll only a 20. Only
0: a 20. Look, man. That is true. You don't have like the... You know everyone had the
1: pair of lucky dice yeah. when we played... Like people you your dice. They oh. had their own set of dice. My
0: dice color is orange. If someone has red they have blue they have all different but I mean blues. they can change their
1: color whenever they want to it's not the same I don't know man it's, it's just like, when you go to the comic book shop you actually like you see the thing of dice and you like choose the color that speaks to you
0: well, There's got, a whole
1: process behind
0: I it. Know, it just sounds yeah. like it's a bit more streamlined than yeah. when we used to play So games. what is it supposed to do? I mean, I'm sounding like such an old, fogey, complaining mm-hmm. about the new generation playing Dungeons & Dragons. Look, great, you guys are playing Dungeons yeah, & and and Dragons. That, know, that is fantastic. I'm happy that you guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that of all the characters mm-hmm. that you picked, the two characters that I would have never imagine you picking mm-hmm. is Paladin... And Warlock, or any type of spellcaster for that. Well, line. I feel Paladin it's, yeah. was too good of
1: a guy for Seems me. Seems like your mm. family has a tendency to pl- to choose the wrong class indeed. But well, Mustafa-, Mustafa
0: played Paladin for a while. He was so he, bad at it. He demoted <laughs> him. <laughs> he, demoted he demoted him. him. <laughs> the dungeon master. We had a, our dungeon master was a bit strict about it. So he was really lewd, lax with the rules. Uh-huh. But there were certain things that like it would get under his skin. And Mustafa's was one of it Because Mustafa played... A war, a, a, a paladin, but he didn't know what a paladin meant. He didn't know like paladin was like you're supposed to be righteous and holy. Mm. He just thought it was a fancy word for warrior, and he was also really bad at the game, meaning that he would like roll like ones and shit. And so like yeah, no. He would charge it. There was this one, I think, instance where we were being attacked by like a kobold or something, something yeah. really lame, and stuff uh, as a paladin. The paladins are like tanks, are huge. He's got big armor, They've got big ass kite shields and a sword he goes charging this thing but he rolled like a one so Alex is like you trip over your shield and you hurt yourself <laughs> <laughs> and as a result of that like he did that like several times he rolled several ones and Alex is like you know what you can't be a paladin you've been kicked out of the orders imagine
1: <laughs> being so bad at what you do the gods reject you the
0: gods reject you his God stopped listening to his prayers that's yeah. how fucked up it was so when, what should have Mustafa been? Mustafa uh, also he... should have probably been a rogue of some sort yeah Oh, or man. he ended up becoming he ended up becoming a, up becoming becoming a, a warrior, warrior, so he gets
1: bashed things. Uh, uh, just hit things.
0: But it works. And
1: then there was in storyline. He stopped showing up to sessions, so like they they made up a story right. that he got. It. He got chained to a bed somewhere, but he kept rusting his armor because he couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 was all the, yeah, Alan's made up this whole thing. He had a guarantee. He made of this whole story with
0: Mustafa's not showing do a is <laughs> The organ trail. <laughs> 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 not, that and dysentery. Someone give that motherfucker some fruits. <laughs> but we had we had a lot of different campaigns. We were, There was one where we were more evil than the rest of the group. V and I were. We were lawful evil. He was a warrior named Dumbaschinos. Yes, and There was a wizard named uh, uh, Demethys. and uh, I, ch- I changed my name to Hector, the well endowed. See, these <laughs> are real These, these, awesome. community. Look at these <laughs> names, Domaskinos and Demethys, right? These are real Hector, like, the well endowed. Real. You didn't Lord even Lord make Lord.
1: it up yourself. I Real name. Either
0: that or Mar. So we we played this one campaign where one of our friends was a drow or an evil elf, a dark elf, who was about to get killed by some villagers. So we ended up. Poisoning the village, accidentally setting the bar on fire, and killing what, like 60 people?
1: Uh, half of the village.
0: Half the village ended up dying because yeah. of it. We tried to save some, in fairness.
1: Well, okay, so the specifics here, right? You have to be specific. You're a story, you should know better. Uh, <laughs> I
0: was trying to avoid the specifics
1: <laughs> because it doesn't make us look any better. Because we were trying to save Nick, our who friend was an Nick, evil who, was an elf elf, who was a drow, right? Who and, dark you know, elves. if you're you DD nerds, you understand. Loth, the whole thing's fucked yeah, up. Yeah. Now
0: fucked we're trying up. to
1: save him from this village, so we decided that we we're going to try to uh, make everyone go to sleep. I had a sleeping. So we potion. poisoned the ale, right? <laughs> but, but apparently the guards didn't drink, so they caught us. So I threw the ba- I threw a barrel of alcohol at him, and then Elise shot a yeah. magic missile at it and exploded the bar. Ah. They were having they were having a town. Party that night, so everyone was like in the tavern. So
0: this is, and I'm telling you, the details make it worse. So I threw the barrel, and then
1: an Ali hit, and he crit. So like <laughs> it destroyed. Like he had like a nat twenty. So like he hit. <laughs> The uh, the barrel and it exploded and it lit the tavern on fire. Everyone it. was asleep
0: from the poison, so they all caught so, on fire. See, this is the, they telling you it makes it worse. Not only did we kill them, but we killed them in their sleep. So then, B. The thing is, though, we totally. tried. We,
1: we see now being that we didn't want a whole town to die. Plus, we didn't want to get pursued by authorities we started throwing these unconscious out people the window. out the window <laughs> in order for them to not
0: die. The problem is, though, we weren't good enough in our roles, so half the town got burnt alive. Alex was so angry at us that he had lost... But that, in his defense as a DM, it's really frustrating when you lose control of the narrative, and he did. V and I, for whatever reason, we didn't plan it. We just kind of looked at each other and we went, we're going to fuck shit up. There was a weird mutual understanding <laughs> there, a mutual there, understanding yeah. There, yeah. that we're going to fuck shit up, and we did. We decided to just do our own thing the sorcerer and the barbarian ended up being the most fucked up and it really knocked the game off kilter we did all sorts of twists and shit we at one point this guy you know screwed us over oh jake from, browning from money his name was jake brown jake Browning <laughs> I remember owed, his name. Us, owed us money and we he refused yeah. to pay us so we said it's all right no problem i dipped his moonberries which he smoked yeah. like a, the game version of weed uh-huh. he dipped his moonberries in sleeping potion <laughs> so that he passed out he again sleep- every time he used the sleeping potion <laughs> we just, that, everything fucks up we, we shouldn't have never used this. I know potion. yeah but
1: then he also game. Ali gave me his poison <laughs> right and I, uh, and I tipped Uh, a spider tusk with it because I want to make it look like he was killed by a giant Giant spider (laughs) so
0: he gored him with spider tusks it didn't work because they found out that we killed him so we were pursued by the authorities DM was so angry with us he's like if you keep doing this I'm going to knock you alignment points but V and I were already lawful evil we didn't plan it either we were both decided to be evil we were just lawful evil so we just looked at him and went I mean, we're lawful evil. Yeah. Like, where? What further can we get? So, it was really a threat for everyone else who is complicit in our murders, mm. which I thought was weird because technically
1: everyone, Nick should have been evil too because he was a drow. Nick but was not good he at, at the was, He was the nicest of all. But, like. Yeah, that's not. It's not good. You Ooh. know what it was? He read all those damn Drizdeward mo- yeah, and books, and they then they he thought he was, was going to be drow. a good guy. So was, stupid.
0: Everyone else ended up being really complicit in the crimes of dimethys and Domoschino. That is true. We led them down a really fucked up path. So that tec- was, yeah.
1: technically we followed American politics in the early we 2000s. Did. We, were very,
0: oh, yeah. we were very historically accurate in my belief. I think as a result of that Alex like sessioned only a few games. We only like, had just, like, he's he's like four like, games and then he just kind of like he let stopped. it go
1: because I don't think he could control it after that. It was bad. <laughs> so you guys had to do a
0: new campaign. We started a completely new campaign and then V was a dungeon master after that.
1: Yes, I did dungeon. Which, although although I had I had a whole I feel like series you were a of, shitty dungeon master. He was a, no it, was a, it was a good. Dungeon I had a whole series of fucked up shit you guys were going to have to deal with.
0: He was into the. He was very into undead stuff. Mm.
1: Yeah, I liked raising skeletons yeah. and stuff.
0: I don't even. I don't know how this works. I'm just like. I'm just playing along with it. Yeah, let us know how it goes. I don't know. If you're gonna have, I mean, maybe you'll have a lot of fun as a warlock. I'm a fucking. But you just have to be careful because you're not a very strong, physically strong character. Maker. I'm just gonna be casting hellish rebuke at people. Yeah, stay at, stay at the mm. distance. Let your friends take all the kind of attention, and you hit from afar. Yes, that's the key. Poison mist yeah well you, got, you can't just be shooting poison mist because like your STDs there's friendly fire involved that is true yeah it's it may, really,
1: yeah. maybe mm-hmm. if hellish would happened more you wouldn't be burning when you peed know, it's burning hands so. <laughs> that's, yes. that's what it calls
0: when he gets it on his hands he <laughs> oh. it's, 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 it doesn't wash his hands for a while. it's oh. called a cantor spell or what is it cantrip cantrip, cantrip. cantrip. cantrip is a minor spell uh-huh. it uh, means it doesn't cost any real mana it's like usually it's level zero mm-hmm. it's like a spell you can easily do no. most wizards warlocks etc would have some cantrips cantrips would be like you can make a sound you can move objects with your hand yours is apparently burning hands there's another cold hands one it's like a very minor spell mm. but it's like your go to
1: we're really exemplifying the nerdy part of currently nerdy this really episode are,
0: yeah. you know everyone else is like what the fuck are they talking about I just wanted to burn villages and shit well like- you should have you should have you should have traveled back in time and okay, played how many years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many years ago we were in high school <laughs> sorry, oh wow yeah, so. <laughs> was, oh wow you fucking pizza shit that was almost two decades ago <laughs> oh come on it's not two decades ago almost
1: I mean it's, it's <laughs> crawling to that two, point two, <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> like, Two, two decades ago. Three
0: years will <laughs> be two decades <laughs> <laughs> It's closer to two decades decade. than one decade. No, it's still, still within the realm of one decade. <laughs> it's not close to two decades. Shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. No one asked you. Piece of shit. Uh, sorry, I got aegis here out of nowhere. Really, really fucking rude. I'm sorry for making fun of you for being old. You know, I <laughs> turned your mic off. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, <laughs> f- I'm in control of the mics. <laughs> By the time this podcast is done, this is going to be my mic. You don't know it's, how to it use them. <laughs> I know how to hit the mute button. No, you don't. Know? Yes, I do. <laughs> don't you come over There's here and try mute button on your fucking... Whatever this thing's called, microphone. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, you have to reach over and slap your hand. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to
1: physically. You know, move at you least you're not the oldest person on this podcast. No, I'm not. You know, like I'm it not. makes you. You're the middle
0: child. That's I'm true. You child. know what? Like, I'm sorry, but we have a humorous God. God is a humorous creature. She is. She birthed V on the day of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like mm, it's a cruel. Yeah. No, I've said, God. I've, said, I've said. I said this to him.
1: No, it's it's, it's 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 the most it's the cruelty of cruelties yeah, is what I it said, is. Of all the
0: people to be born on a Valentine's Day, V. trend two one four, like not what you would expect. I've said this to be many a time it's not a new thing I've said V has a hand in tines tonight <laughs> a what? a hand in it's tines like guy, I got exactly <laughs> what he was saying
1: nasty <laughs> nasty little take, man
0: take it out Pamela Henderson <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. we have listeners here <laughs> oh yeah <sorry. laughs> stop it yeah we stop we have <laughs> listeners you listen yeah. <laughs> people are <laughs> tuning in I'm sorry guys shame on you shame I, on you you know this, the season of love is definitely upon us and I started um the Season of Love with an interesting thread. Did you guys see my thread? No. On Layla and Majnun? No. Yeah, I yeah. Did a whole thread uh. on it about the this kind of old Middle Eastern love story uh-huh. and it's actually chaste love star-crossed lovers it's also hella fucking
1: yeah. twisted well this is um, you did this on Head on History I think in one of the seasons didn't you? I've talked about Leila and
0: Majnun in one of the the, okay, seasons so Romeo, been, and Julia. Yeah, the Romeo and okay, Juliet yeah Romeo and Juliet but this was the a, Persianate this world this is yeah. yeah from the Persian world but this was a, a thread that I did on Twitter I gotta go check it out later it's, it's good because it's got gifs and everything huh. Yeah, it's a good oh one. look Pic- at you pictures for people who can't read thank <laughs> you I appreciate you <laughs> moving <laughs> pictures moving pictures for people who Rude, it's right? like movies too. so um the thing about uh, that I found fascinating as I was writing this thread is that it's considered a love story it's considered an epic love story like the original like may have even inspired romeo and juliet tristan and Isolde. all like like that's considered but if you think about it it's a really fucked up love story because in the end they don't get together they both end up fucking dying but the son of romeo and juliet exactly right mm. well the worst part about romeo and juliet, i remember reading romeo and juliet like everyone was like oh my god it's so cute it's so lovely they're fucking 12 years old it's not just that they're 12 years old he, first of all, if you think about the actual details of the story of Romeo and Juliet, it's a fucked up story. So, rebound. So, what he, yeah, he shows up to the party actually lo- in love with somebody else at first, right? Yeah. Who doesn't want to get with him. I think she wants to become a nun or some shit like that, or go into the convent. And so he's like, he's heartbroken. Yeah, wants to hook up with God. He literally gets over it in a second when he meets Juliet, yeah. decides that he wants to be with her and nobody else, and then as a result of that one night infatuation, ends up on a string of horrible tragedies that involves the death of Tybalt the, spoiler alert ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit <laughs> Ruin, 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 Ruin. Benvolio Benvolio yeah. dies Marcu- 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 no Benvolio no Benvolio lives Mar- Mercutio, Mercutio, Mercutio dies yeah, plague yeah. on both your houses yeah, yeah. he's that. the most fucking fickle person I've ever met in my life I love Mercutio yeah, he's actually my favorite he's character he's the only the... decent guy and he yeah. ends up getting killed by people but he's fickle he's not fickle yeah. he's fickle he's he's all fickle. of a sudden he's laughing and, and he's no, he's putting up a tough face because he's actually genuinely been injured as well. Yeah, and then he plague uh, on both your houses. Laying on both your houses. The poor guy's been. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's actually
1: like the. He is the the most likable character he in is that the whole
0: likeable. thing. So he ends up dying in the end. Yeah. Juliet kills herself, and then Romeo kills herself. Turns out Juliet's not actually dead. I know, and then she yeah. sees the dead body, so she kills. It's a. If you think about it, it's a fucked up story. Shakespeare didn't know shit about love. Wasn't it supposed to be a cautionary? It's play? a cautionary yeah. tale. well people take it as a romance, that fucking reality it's is the priest is, that helped them, right? Yeah, it's a, the friar. The friar's an idiot too. The friar's an idiot, right? At the end of the day, at the end of the. Day, day. It just goes to show you that Shakespeare didn't know shit about love, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't know sh- But this leads me to thinking, how many other famous love stories? Wait, fun fact about Romeo and Juliet in the um, the modern version by the guy who did Great Gatsby. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Who, who's the uh, director of? Darren Ar- Aronofsky. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> Aronofsky. Whatever. I don't know. But The one with Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, and Claire Day. Fun fact. You know who played, uh, what's his face? Prince? Who? It was Paul Rudd. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah. Paul Rudd plays it. And I guarantee you, he looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah I fucking hate Paul yeah. Rudd. Yeah. I love Paul Rudd. No aging I agent hate bastard. him because of the not the, the Oh, Bass Lerman. Baz Luhrmann. Baz, Lerman, Baz, Lerman, Baz, Lerman. Baz, Baz Lerman. Lerman did it. Yeah. Right, the thing about that, I have a love-hate relationship with that Romeo and Juliet. Why? because on one hand it's, it's awesome it's, it's like they're using modern yeah. like yeah he's got the gun. gun that says yeah. so the sword on yeah, it right? yeah long sword long, long, it's like, a shotgun <laughs> you know like all that type of stuff he's wearing the floral shirt like they're, also like, yeah. they're also they're actually reciting Shakespeare yeah. so I have a love-hate relationship anyways DeCaptor uh, did a great job in that movie but <laughs> it reminded me that Claire there's Claire a lot of yeah. stories that we take as like romantic stories or that are put forth by authors and storytellers as examples of romance but are deeply fundamentally flawed and toxic. In the nerd world, the Joker and Harley Quinn is a prime example of this, right? People watched the movie uh, Suicide Squad and went, I want to find my Harley. I want to find my Joker. Mm. No, like, not really. that That's a fucking toxic relationship. He literally mm. gaslights, <laughs> abuses, mentally abuses and manipulates a doctor mm-hmm. into what is really kind of Stockholm Syndrome Makes her obsessive and mad, and then that's their relationship. It's not a good relationship. It's a fucking bad relationship. And I mean, in the cartoons and the comic books, it's like literally physically abusive, right? Oh yeah. But people always talk about Harley Quinn and Joker as like the quintessential love story. There's a there's a there's a show that's just come out. Oh, I forgot what it's called. It's like. He called you or something like that. You, like, yeah, it is you. Yeah. It's what fucking, what's his name? Penn Bagley from Gossip yeah. Girl. And he's like, he's, he's a stalker. In yeah. And people love him. They're like, we are obsessed with him. He's so sexy and he's so hot. And he's literally telling people on Twitter, I'm not a good guy. My character is a bad guy. Please stop liking him. Please stop standing and favoriting him. This is a cautionary tale, (laughs) not a love tale. Please. So on one hand, I mean, we see this with Ted Bundy, right? Yeah, people people are. Oh Jesus, yeah. People are are, (laughs) obsessed with Ted Bundy. Okay. Well, this is just a pro. This is pure and simple crazy Americans right they have lost their fucking minds yeah. They think that that's if you only in America could could you redeem a serial killer yeah. like Ted Bundy or oh, even during by the trial being, you know fuck oh yeah fuck
1: during the trial women love Ted Bundy right and and Now he ate gonna,
0: all that shit up they're gonna love him even more now that they got his fucking Zac Efron playing yeah him incidentally Republican. Yeah. Zac yeah. or Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Oh.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although John Wayne Gacy was a uh, Democrat, Democrat
0: yeah. so. None of that is any particularly useful for us. What is interesting, though, yeah. is that Geminis kill more than anybody else.
1: Yeah, they're the high... Why are you yeah. staring
0: at me? <laughs> Geminis are the serial killers. Geminis are the serial killers of the Zodiac. <laughs> hey, guys. Followed closely by Virgos. <laughs> yeah,
1: a, yeah. Um, that's true, because Geminis, I'm an Aquarius. Uh, but I'm Geminis... Gemini's are able to, uh, they have to, was it the tube? So they have one face, yeah.
0: Double-faced. Yeah, they're double-faced. Two-faced piece of shit. Predators. So, anyways. uh, I will not kill anybody. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I promise. So, in addition to, obviously, like. Clearly, people are fucked up, as in the case of you, right? Oh, yeah. but there are also <laughs> stories. You look at no, you. No you. Yeah. But there's also stories that I think are being told that are considered love stories, but actually are toxic. So I want to open this up for all of you. What are some classic love stories mm. that everyone goes, "Oh my god, it's so romantic, it's so cute," but when you think about it, it's actually really twisted as fuck. I'll start with what, The Notebook. Everybody loves the notebook. They die in each other's arms. (laughs) We blubbering mess at the end, right? But if you think about it, Noah and Allie's relationship is hella fucked up. First of all, she's engaged to somebody else. Well, she wasn't initially. Yeah, okay. She was dating him. So? She gets engaged to another guy, who's a perfectly decent dude. Yes, James Marston. Cyclops. He doesn't, he he doesn't, Cyclops. doesn't mistreat sure. her. He doesn't abuse her. He spoils her. He's a great guy. She cheats on him. Yes. With her, with her ex-boyfriend from when she was a child. What do you want? Yeah, and she ends up sleeping with him now that story is put forth as a love story and everyone goes oh it's epic. Now I'm not saying that Noah and Ali are bad people in any way shape or form but I am saying that the message of it if you think about it so long as you love somebody it's okay if you cheat on somebody else because in the end you end up with the person you love. That's an iconically American notion of love. Just follow what makes you happy. Who (laughs) cares if it hurts everybody else around you? Screws over everyone else's life. That's a toxic concept That poor man was a War hero and a doctor. Was he? I don't think he was a doctor. He was, he was, a, he was do- a doctor. Was he a doctor? I'm pretty sure he was a doctor.
1: That's the common know. rom-com trope, though, right? Yeah. It's all, you're with someone who's yeah. perfectly fine, but then you, you find someone that, ma- that makes you your mind excited. Which is
0: interesting. We've had a conversation about this before, that Indian movies in Bollywood, they steal a lot of American storylines, but they switch it just enough so that the theme is just slightly different, and specifically that portion of it. They end up getting tempted by this new and exciting love but in Indian movies, they almost always stay with their original husband, partner, mm. etc. Because monogamy and faithfulness is more romantic or, than passion and lust. Or the ghost of your dead lover comes back and makes you marry your old high school sweetheart. What? That's what happened in Kuch Kuch Hotai. Oh
1: yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is that. Isn't that like Knights of Rodanthe or one of those Nicholas Sparks uh, it's things? It's one of those.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. But it's always like yeah. the, the point is that in american notions of love i think we often think of love as passion lust and whatever makes you happy Mm -hmm. which means it's okay if it hurts everybody else as long as it's good for you Mm -hmm. but other notions of love are slightly more collective which i think puts us where we are now some of these ideas are quite fucking toxic like the no one alley example what do you guys have
1: well i okay so i think i think as i understand it um you're thinking that, like, love matters, right? doesn't matter what the collateral damage is, essentially, yeah,
0: like... that's one example. But there's other okay. examples that are, like, hella fucking... To- just toxic. Like, in a normal world, you would look at this relationship and be like, nope. Listen, all right? You know, I've watched The Office at least 75 times, right? Okay, where is this going? <laughs> Listen, all right? Everyone... The internet is big on The Office now, right? Yes. It's, like, huge. Like, we're it's all obsessed back. with it. It's come back. Everyone's obsessed with it's it. because it's jiffable. Yeah, everyone is obsessed with Jim and Pam. They are. Right? What if I told you Jim and Pam are assholes and it's a Terrible relationship. Well, Jim is a little bit of an asshole. He does torture Dwight, yeah, yeah. but everyone yeah, goes to, are the best. You know, <laughs> Dwight, Dwight deserves it. No, and Dwight it. does not deserve it. Dwight's a good man, yeah. Yeah. but people say that he deserves Dwight. it. Dwight's annoying, but he's not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dwight's not a bad guy. He's yeah. just he's, you know he's ambitious. <laughs> it's okay to be ambitious. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of weird reworking, <laughs> a rewriting of history here going it on. Here's the deal, all right. Jim and Pam, it's this love story of the ages, right? And they're kind of ordinary. No, all right. First off. Pam was engaged to Roy. All right? She was engaged to Roy. She was engaged to Roy. And now, Roy may not have been the greatest dude. Bit, it was a bit absent-minded. Yeah. But he, you devoted yourself to this man. You said you would be his wife. Yeah. You cheated on him twice. You're blaming her as she's doing mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. cheating. Right. The first time was her fault. Okay. She got drunk and kissed Jim after she went to Dundee. Oh. All right. That was her fault. It's vino veritas yeah. in wine and truth. Yes. So she kissed Jim the first time. You the second time, oh, fuck you casino night... All right. Jim had no business to tell this engaged woman that he loved her. Right? But he did so anyways. He did so anyways. And then he went upstairs while she's on the phone with her mother trying to get advice from her mother. It's a sensible thing. Your best friend just told you he loves you. You don't know what to do. You call your mom. Right, You're Talking to your mom. Jim goes up there. makes out with her. Right, That's wrong. And then she goes... Oh, maybe we're just drunk And that's why we did it And he's like I haven't drank anything He did it soberly He was sober when he made that's it That's a open. good point I didn't remember this From yeah. the yeah. office So he goes And he makes out with her Right They cheat technically Yeah So she cheats on Roy So it's not a toxic relationship Wait. But it's a cheating relationship That's how it started okay. And then Jim Goes to fucking Connecticut Right Because he has to get away from Pam So he goes to Utica Right Goes to Utica And then The branch gets Taken Isn't down. that a planet on Star Wars? Utica? Oh, that's Udopa. Yeah. Udapa system, my bad. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to Utica, comes back, right? He now he's dating a different woman, uh, whose name I I'm drawing a blank on, but I'll get it. But it, she's played by Rashida Jones, right? Um I forgot Rashida Jones was on that show. Yeah, Rashida Jones is in it. Uh Wait, you tell me he chose Pam over Rashida Jones. Karen Filippelli was her name. So he's dating Karen, right? Yeah, I'd pick Pam over Karen. What would you say, Filipino? Filipe- Filipelli, whatever. Right? The name so, alone turns. Out yeah, <laughs> Karen Filipelli. Rashida Jones is gorgeous. Yeah, that's Rashida Jones's character is Karen Filipelli. So they gave her A fucked up name. So mm. look, like, he—that's not a real last name, is it? I don't think so. I've never heard it before. Filipelli, Fili- it's Italian in the show. Okay. Anyways, he comes from Utica with her. From Utica. She, she moves to Scranton because of Jim. Scranton, Ohio. Scranton, Pennsylvania. They're in Pennsylvania. I thought they were in New Jersey. No, Pennsylvania. Isn't Scranton in New Jersey? I don't fucking know. Look up Scranton while we're talking. You seriously? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, because Scranton's in New oh Jersey. Oh my God, Jim. Jim's more than one Scranton. Jim Scranton new comes Jersey. with his new girlfriend. Why Pennsylvania? I don't know. So he comes to with his new girlfriend from Utica. From Utica. Yeah. Right. Parading his love in front of of Pamela. Pamela Anderson. Poor Pamela Beasley. Right. Is her name really Beasley? Yeah. You're just making up last names. At no, her point. name's Pam Beasley. You just fucking making up. You said you got Urupa there. Yineke. You got Filipino in there. Filipino. <laughs> you, got, you got Beagle in there. Just Beasley. Making, just making up shit. So he's parading his love, right? And then
1: they but go into a ruling on Scranton. Uh, so in Scranton, New Jersey, is actually a, a terminal station uh, that transits passengers from New York City to Hoboken. Okay Okay. (laughs) Scranton There's a Scranton, New Jersey No, it's just the the name of the New Jersey Transit Scranton Station So they're in Scranton, Pennsylvania Pennsylvania I did not know this.
0: Yeah. I could have sworn they were in New Jersey. They were in Pennsylvania. Goddamn! God. In my my world has changed. <laughs> <this> yes. <Yeah. laughs> oh, paradigm, it's a so different. Paradigm shift. Because I could have sworn everything they were has New changed. New so look, uh, there's right? a different context in Pennsylvania than it is in New Jersey. They go on a work retreat. <laughs> Scranton, the st- Scranton strangler, no longer makes sense in my hand, in Scranton, my head. like Scranton stranglers. From I thought in New Jersey it makes perfect sense. Does not it make people New strangle Jersey? people all the time? Yeah, in New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Nobody's strangling people in Pennsylvania. You never know, man. Whatever. But look, so he uh they go on a work retreat, Pam mm-hmm. decides she's gonna grow some balls and walk on coals and just starts spilling how she loves Jim now in front of his new girlfriend. <laughs> oh right? damn. And then Jim Okay, this is I wouldn't say this is Wait. toxic, I would say this is cruel to yeah. other people. Cruel to others, right? It's selfish love. It Are is you selfish. like breaking down every season yeah, kind of, the of the office radio? This love. is a really long Shut up. We should have never given him a mic
1: yeah. like. I say the Bible is the most toxic relationship.
0: <laughs> I agree with you on okay. that one. We're not gonna get religious. Right. <laughs> Anyways, <but> you're right. <laughs> the whole book of Hosea yeah, yeah. is that's a bit of a problem. He leaves the woman, gets with Pam. Pam and him get together. They end up getting married. You know what they want to do? They don't want to fucking invite anybody in their in their work. Again, their this is okay, terrible people. Not exactly toxic. They're just very selfish. They're selfish. They're very selfish. An example of a toxic relationship. Like, there's a difference, right? They're selfish relationships right it's not good. these are very selfish people and the idea is that you could be selfish as long as for the purpose of love that's a very weird concept right I think love should have a component of understanding that there can cause harm to people right don't just because it feels good to you doesn't mean you screw over the rest of the world yeah that's f- fucked up that's a really fucked up way of thinking about love but I'm, when I mean toxic, I mean the combo. Like it's an unhealthy relationship. Uh, so an example would be. I thought it's people you don't want to strive to be. No, no. <laughs> Fuck Jim so, and, and Pam. So, so, so here's an example of what is fundamentally a toxic relationship: Edward and Bella from Twilight. It's put forth of this kind of cute and hunky guy. He's like, he's in love with her, and she's in love with him, and they're obsessed with you And he kind of wants to kill her, but he doesn't want to kill her. But you know, like that's supposed to be all romantic, and all the tweens and middle aged women are like, oh yay, right? Mm. But the reality of it is. It's fucked up as hell. He's a hundred-year-old dude stalking a seventeen-year-old girl. Let me tell V. If you told a woman, "I like watching you while you sleep," what do you think she'd do to you?
1: That's actually on my Tinder profile. <laughs> like um, watching you while you sleep. Yeah.
0: Chandler yeah. kicked Eddie out for that. The what? Chandler kicked out Eddie for that because Eddie was watching him when oh, he was watching, yeah. like, I mean, that's a creepy thing to say. The only reason he gets away with it is because he's got poofy hair. Yeah,
1: and he does the brooding Any, thing.
0: Anyone else that said, if you had said that to someone, Diz, you'd be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be in jail. That's not a, there's nothing cute about telling someone that you stalk them and watch them in their sleep.
1: But let yeah, me ask yeah. you something, right? He's also a living corpse, which he's also a is not a guia. who tries Gross. to
0: possess her and control her actions and her behaviors and at one point decides yeah. that the best approach their relationship is to pretend that he hates her and doesn't want to be around mm, her toxic masculinity from beyond the grave fucking toxic as but hell <laughs> look it's that, an unhealthy relationship are you going to talk more about Jim and Pam again if you bring up no. Jim and Pam one more time, I swear to fucking god but I think any love story involving a vampire is toxic right Think about it. Right? You're I mean, not necessarily. It's not meant to be toxic. It's meant to be, but morbid that, and scary that we've seen, kind of passionate though, right? and passionate. Because mm-hmm. you got you got this this Twilight stuff. Yeah. I watched True Blood. And yeah, you've got. I don't have it. I'm just yeah. pointing it out. Yeah, but you, I mean, you're talking about this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So you got this, and you managed to
1: somehow convey the message in a minute and a half. So you got twilight
0: know. brevity. <laughs> you got twilight brevity. I watch is the heart of wit, Vampire <laughs> Diaries, Bitch, and True Blood. Right? Look at those <laughs> relationships. <Here> we go. <laughs> Look at those relationships. <laughs> so you're gonna like create like a family tree of every single relationship no. in True Blood now? Okay. And you okay. got you got fucking Bill <laughs> Compton and Eric Northwood fucking North North <laughs> <laughs> Northwood. Yeah, I told you, just making shit up. you'd <laughs> sure that Pam's last name is a Beasley. It's Beasley. Whatever. It's Beasley. He's <laughs> shit up. Eric Northwood. <laughs> Northwood. Northwood sounds better to be honest. Northwood you. does not sound better. Sounds good. He's giving her to Northwood. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a steak. Yeah, it works. Uh, but anyways, they fucking, they, they drink her blood. They, they nearly kill her. They do. They do. They gaslight her. They do. Like, this fucker Compton is, like, stalking her. He does. Because Northman yeah. said he has to. <laughs> oh, I mean, how did they fall in love in the first place? He showed, he showed up, like, saved her, no? From, like, saved her from people that he paid to, to attack her. Yeah. <laughs> kind of shit is this? They nearly oh, kill geez. her. They nearly kill her, and he comes in and saves her to force her to drink his blood. Yeah. Because then That's once you drink someone's exactly. blood. You come, yeah. So, you know,
1: honestly, like, I blame the 90s. But wait. But his, this was the two thousands. I know, but I'm in the nineties. They ins- they got inspired by the nineties. Vampire guys okay. are the same yeah. shit. Because yeah. like, watch, so you want to talk about vampires, we'll go with vampires. What we'll about Buffy, Angel, and Spike?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I never watched that. Yeah. Yeah. From the Explain. from the Buffyverse. Joss Whedon's crazy Interesting though, isn't there a whole story arc of how Buffy sleeps with Angel and it makes Angel go crazy? that's okay so that, his soul or solar that's, that okay. so that,
1: that's actually the um that is the storyline it's all like angel is the original brooding stalker guy yeah right that's Who the bones uh, guy? you know he was uh yeah, yeah he's he, he's uh he's in bones, bones. okay um uh, but like his uh you know he's hundreds of years old or whatever it is yeah. too right him and spike and he's kind of following her when she's in high school right you know <laughs> Stalking her and shit, and the thing is, it's like because of the uh, the curse that he has him, if he experiences a moment of true happiness, he becomes evil again. Yeah. Right. Basically, meaning that if he gets fucked, if he orgasms, then he's gonna go evil. <laughs>
0: right. That's a virginity. caution. I know. Yeah, which is crazy, <laughs> right?
1: Because more times than not. I feel like there's a moment of clarity after but <laughs> I mean that's, that's neither here nor
0: there um, I mean, the Greeks thought it was a good thing yeah, yeah exactly yeah fucking Americans yeah so um,
1: obsessed so goes, but prudish they do sleep together and then Angel becomes like the season two baddie right like he becomes He's the bad guy he becomes, becomes Angelus oh god right and jealous. So this whole time, it's literally them going, Angel knows. He knows the prophecy. It's not like he doesn't know but about it. But he does it. it anyway. He does it anyway, right? Yeah. He has a moment. She has a moment it's of There's also weakness. really possessive he relationships between horrible. the three of them. Yeah, Yeah, but then the thing that's fucked up is like later on in the seasons when Spike becomes a thing, right? When he yeah. comes through, right? But never Spike mind fact, and her yeah. relationship is even moot. more toxic. It's more fucked up. Because we think, never mind they the fact that... They hate each other, but they don't hate each other. They're, they're, they all, at one point or another, they're all trying to kill each other and throughout right. the whole series, and right? And fucking each other. Yeah. Spike also, show right, for teenagers. Yep. Yeah. Spike. Right. There's there's an episode where I don't know how science became a part of the Buffyverse, but there's a there's a. The chip he has thing? The, the no, he has the Buffy, um, the and the Buffy robot. Oh, oh yeah. yeah and yeah, he yeah. fucks it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, I mean they they don't like obviously it's not mm-hmm. you know this is not Pornhub but like you know they're going to be you know but he this 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 Buffy <laughs> this Buffy <laughs> <laughs> robot basically does whatever he wants yeah oh god she finds out about it right at the end of the episode he thinks it's the Buffy robot and he starts expressing how bad he feels and how much he loves it, and he realizes that it's actually Buffy and she like kisses him and says I appreciate you or whatever the fuck else oh god never mind the fact that this whole time he had a fucking robot of her oh, that he was just doing all sorts of nasty is, shit this with this is
0: the thing about this fucking Bam. topic don't you yeah. rethink the shit you like like I liked Buffy, but now that I think back on him it, it really doesn't stand the test yeah. of time. All
1: of her relationships actually on that show are really, really bad. Him. Yeah, and it's like, and I think they try to kind of play on the fact that it's like hurts it's her it's this high school girl who's who has this like mission, right? Yeah, our, yeah.
0: our notions of love. Does are so Disney does that shit too. It teaches that shit. And fuck. Oh yeah, Disney's absolutely It's like teaches us that shit as like a kid, right? Yeah, well, Cuz you have especially. this damsel in distress, damsel in distress, right? distress right? You have yeah. Cinderella who gets poisoned by an apple, right? Or is that Snow Snow White. That's Snow, Snow White. White. Snow White gets poisoned. The right? fuck. Cinderella's like she's getting beat by her stepmother and stepsisters. She's not getting beat, but she's abused. Yeah. She's abused. And you have fucking Belle, who's got Stockholm syndrome, right? Yeah, like, gets they off. all They all need some prince charming to come and save them. I told you guys that there was a the tweet about how Gaston is actually a good guy. Yeah, you got, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, popular for right? that. that I'm like, yeah. Gaston literally tries to put her father in an insane asylum. Yeah, we live in a world. Where someone literally tried to make Gaston, the guy who literally wants Belle to marry him just because she's another trophy, Hmm. into a good guy. And when she doesn't try to marry him, he tries to coerce her by forcing her father into an insane asylum. I mean, that's literal... That's not just toxic behavior. That's flat-out criminal yeah. behavior.
1: Well, this is like... Uh, I like it Once again, the 90s. The 90s done fucked-up relationships for everyone. Yeah. Right? You want to talk with you were like, we talked about Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski before. We talked about Zach, not yeah. Kelly. No, we talked about, talk about Zach, about Zach was, Morris. is trash. sociopath. Yeah. But the, between all the shit that he did, right, and there's a the whole thing where it's like oh, Kelly yeah, he was like, oh, I'll go out with the guy who wins the dance contest between him and Slater yeah, and yeah. shit. And then all, you know, they're fucked up, too. Both of their expectations need to be tempered. Hmm. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with both these people. They pissed me the fuck off. Zach, Nostalgia, be damned.
0: Zach Morris had superpowers he stopped time he's, yeah he stopped time he was a super he had superpowers he was an enhanced human I don't know if he was an enhanced <laughs> he was human. an enhanced he could break the fourth wall and he could stop time yeah, it's just a yeah. narrative he was tool. Deadpool before there no, was Deadpool it's a narrative tool shut the fuck up he was an enhanced not a superhero or something like that no he's not a superhero but he's a terrible but person but there, is, there is a lot like there's a lot to be said there that these are our notions of love that we kind of grew up on whether it be from Disney or the 90s and then that manifests and kind of mutates into the 2000s both in terms of kind of the weird stalker I mean the fact that True Blood the fact that 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 uh, um, Twilight or the Fifty Shades of Grey no, Christian geez, and I mean there, a lot of people in the SNM community were really angry about it because it misrepresents what is fundamentally a relationship built up of. Consent. Extreme trust and consent, right? it's mm-hmm. th- There is no consent in that. It's Pineapples. Very, it's coercive. It's manipulative. It's very reluctant, right? Like it's re- she reluctantly gets involved. That's, that's not good, right? No. And it's put forth as this sexy thing. Everyone's looking For a Christian Grey, and everyone's looking for an Anastasia. I want an Anastasia to abuse, and I want a Christian Grey to abuse me, right? Like, that's horrible. The fact that these are our notions of love, and the fact that we even go back and try to reimagine really horrible figures, whether they're Gaston or others, as good people. Tell, tells us that there's something fundamentally broken in the w- yeah. way that we view romance and love.
1: I hate and to say it too. Alan Rickman does so many of those roles. Yeah,
0: I love actually. Right, love everyone yeah. love actually sucks. But awesome. uh, what I'm
1: actually talking about Sweeney Todd. Yeah, well, when he well, plays but the judge. The, thing, right, Sme- like, the
0: good thing is. In Sweeney Todd, in Sweeney Todd, he's viewed as the bad guy. Yeah, that's right? There is nothing good about the judge in Sweeney Todd. He is, he is gross and perverse, and he's lustful. And in many ways, that's a good example of, that's Edward. It's like the priest. In- that's Edward. That's Frollo from Hunchback of Notre mm-hmm. Dame. Yeah. Right. That character should be a bad guy. He's not the guy you lust after or that you fall in love with. Mm. the The Edward character is. The that is exact true, yeah. same fucking character from Sweeney Todd hmm. obsesses about a, a girl that is half his age, no, 100 years younger than he is, and then when he can't have her, like, he tries to possess her, yeah. right? Same thing with Frollo and Esmeralda in *Hunchback of Notre Dame. There, Fell in love with a there, the hooker. There's an example. She's a hooker. She's not right? a hooker. She's not a hooker. She's a Romani. She's a... Uh, Gypsy. Yeah, a gypsy. A free woman. I'm a gypsy! So anyways... Shakira-san. Those are examples of how those characters should be bad. But we don't see that. I mean, 90s Steve Urkel and and Laura. Yeah, Urkel
1: and Laura was messed up too, man, because...
0: We all kind of went. Oh, it's kind of cute and dorky. Yeah, I know,
1: but it's like he's constantly creating machines to basically try, try <laughs> to get her to get with him for like nine seasons. But we talked about
0: also like this is a guy who doesn't understand consent. Exactly,
1: right. not at all. Like he, I, we, we said right, he created he created a super roofie once. I did. <laughs> yeah, you did, did the super roofie once and then they ended up in the wrestling match because the wrestler is drinking on accident. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's he he like he's a prime example of us going, Oh, that's cute and funny or dorky, but it's like, holy shit, that does not stand the test yeah. of time. Nope. But even nope. it goes if we go even further back, fuck the nineties, sixteen candles. Yeah, uh, oh my god, like, yeah, god. Yeah, the eighties. There's a lot of the Long story, duck dung those stories I mean, in addition to the kind of horribly racist tropes, right? <laughs> but like that story involves date rape. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we talk And about then that. at the end, she likes the nerd, and like, no, that's, that man that's rape yeah. you. That's date rape. I think, see, but yeah. they literally yeah. use date rape as a romantic ploy. Holy shit!
1: Yeah, well, that's the uh, I Holy think shit. we heard we we heard this a lot growing up. I don't know if it's still a thing now, but everyone's all like, oh, well, you know, guys got to stay persistent. Ooh, right, that's, that 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 was a, that was a thing, right? right? That was like something that, like you know, you hear dads talk to about uh, to, to the Never kids. Never Yeah, don't don't give. If you like her,
0: keep pursuing her. No, if she says no, she says no. Yeah, it's, that's the Gaston school of yeah. <laughs> romance. Just keep forcing yourself. Yeah, no. and then you end up becoming Biff, who tried to rape. Uh, what's her face? Marty McFly's mom. This is the thing, right? It's like those. That's a bad guy. Yeah. Right? Biff's the bad guy. We know this. We know that he's the bad guy. But the guy in 16 candles isn't the bad guy. He's the guy that all the guys associated themselves with. The nerdy guy that ends up with the hot girl if he can just get her drunk enough. To rape her. her. If you think about it, that's the moral of that story. But that right? happens a lot in like a lot of like fucking frat boy movies too. A lot right? of frat boy yeah, movies you know, are like all that. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it starts off quite early on in our conceptions of love as it's represented in the in the stories and film. But then it continues up until the 2000s. Our, we call ourselves a woke generation? But of a lot of our romances are deeply, deeply toxic. The figures that we turn to and go, these are romantic individuals, whether it be from you know, fucking Edward or Cole Sprouse's character from Riverdale, right? Any Or Dylan Sprouse, whatever, one of the Sprouse Jughead. Guys, right, Jughead. Any of these characters, these are not good characters. To, Gossip Girl characters, right? Mm. And all these figures are not figures that you go, yeah. oh, that's who I want to be. But yet you see people. Valorizing that yeah. love.
1: Well, what is it like? It's like obsessive love became like a virtue yeah. for some reason, which right? is interesting like in a weird because way.
0: obsessive love, as it was, as the traditional Romeo and Juliet story, is a cautionary tale. Yeah. Right. Obsessive love is viewed as a form of madness, as a form, it's a, like a disease that inflicts you, and you must learn to temper it. You know, that's not to say that you shouldn't be passionate in love or you shouldn't have any form of infatuation, but the fact that the cautionary tale became the normative interpretation of love is frightening yeah imagine it's like we
1: somehow manage to take something that was a caution and turn it into the completely wrong message Yeah, it's imagine yeah. imagine
0: if someone goes you know what this drink this will kill you and it's poisonous and for hundreds of years we go don't drink this this will kill you and it's poisonous but somehow in our generation we're taking selfies with it <laughs> tide <drinking> pods <laughs> tide, exactly the <laughs> tide pod is the metaphor right it's the yeah. shade the g- kill you it could kill you, but now we're we're sort of selfieing it, we're drinking it, but I mean it's, it's, it's and injecting it's, it. In there's a whole genre. I
1: mean, I mean, Diz, you can detest to this too. Um, Ali, not so much, but like there's a huge business in porn now which is not like non-consensual fantasy.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought they got rid of that stuff. No, it's weird. So like there's like... Because I remember distinctly there was a set of laws that were passed. You can't do like rape videos, right? Right, that has to be banned. It's not banned Rape videos are banned but then they have like these weird videos where like you get caught stealing. So like... I'm going to call the cops unless you bang me. So, so like coercive video. Yeah, right. or like the like casting couch video type uh, shit. Yeah, yeah like oh, shit. I I I know one of the girls that was on the casting couch videos. This is that's it. That, this is a whole other topic for not the girl thing, but the this is a whole this is a topic for another time is is sex education via porn, right? More and more kids are learning sex education Via pornography And that does something to our understandings of sex Our mm-hmm. understandings of the body Consent Our understandings of consent and fantasy Yeah on one hand it makes people more willing to sexually explore And that's a good thing right Opening up, mm. up ourselves to kind of a sex positive view is good But mm-hmm. if it also means that we forget things like consent And respect for women and men And respect for relationships And mutual pleasure right Because part a shit ton of porn is about what? dude dude, the dude right uh-huh. and the dial- the the dialectic of sexual pleasure within pornography is literally that the woman doesn't exist until she becomes an object of the male's desire uh-huh. and they also talk
1: about uh-huh. like the weird the the uh, obligations in terms of like sexual uh-huh. partners like the things that that women feel like they have to do in yeah. order to satisfy, or, like or a even whole, the fetishization
0: like, that happens, yeah, yeah. like people, you know, dating different races, weren't just as an act of fetishizing, not not as genuinely open. So that's a whole other topic, is that yeah. the way that that pornography has impacted our contemporary notions of sexuality. I think for now, but, let's keep it PG thirteen with Day. Valentine's Day, yeah. But yeah. twisted notions Look, of love. Because this I is mean, a really bitter podcast, you old fogies it's yes, your idea it was my idea, <laughs> yeah. my um, idea. it's because I no. have a very healthy relationship you, with myself do you think that's why like <laughs> a lot of relationships now are, are pretty unhealthy because I, I see a, I don't know if a lot of relationships are I healthy. see a lot of I toxic because I don't have the statistics on how many relationships are no, unhealthy versus how they are but we do have higher rates of for example divorce that doesn't necessarily mean that marriages are failing that just means that a lot of people are finding the agency to leave bad relationships no, that's so sure not a good. bad thing rising divorces rates could be a good thing so I have no idea if there's a statistic that says that our relationships are bad. But I am saying that I have seen enough public interpretations of relationships and representations of relationships to say that our understandings of love and affection are a little bit skewed and weird. Well, because I was telling you, right, before we started recording, I was watching TV and I was watching uh, the Real World Challenge, right? It's like a fucking, Mm. like a challenge show you're trying to compete and stuff. And there's a couple on there. Their names are Mm. Jenna and Zach. I don't want you to. Can't show. trust
1: them, those he, names.
0: Yeah. So Jenna yeah. talked about Zach. Yeah. yeah We, did. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, just yeah, did yeah. Jenna and Zach Get into a fight Because we find out That last season After Zach got eliminated As a joke He downloaded Bumble Right mm-hmm. And he's like Did I download the app Yes I wanted to see If it worked in Africa I didn't swipe right To anybody I downloaded I it as a joke so, you, don't, you don't swipe right On Bumble You do you? swipe right On Bumble Same I thing I thought the girls No you still swipe right <sighs> And then if the girl Likes you back Then it's like She could write you a message You can't write the message No though, right? she has to initiate it oh. But um, So like his. I mean, His girlfriend understandably gets upset that her boyfriend downloaded a dating app, right? He turns it on her. He's like, I did it as a joke. And if you can't understand that, then we shouldn't be together. Holy shit! And, like, she's trying to talk to him. And he's, like, walking away. He goes outside. And she's trying to have this conversation. He's like, you know what, Jenna? We're done. I need security. Get, se- get her out of here. What the <laughs> fuck? And then she ends up apologizing to him. That's twisted as hell. She's like, I'm sorry. You know, if you tell me it's a joke, then, like, I take it. But, like, you got to mm-hmm. understand. Like, it's hard. You know, there's trust. That's fucked you. up as hell. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Call security on live television. <laughs> this guy just fucked me asshole gas litter and i'm sitting there i pause it i'm like that son of a bitch just (laughs) gas (laughs) litter it's right there (laughs) yeah it's fucked up as hell. but i mean that's reality tv for you they just they brought back fucking temptation island oh your favorite show that's the worst i hate that shit man that shit literally i mean we're 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 fucking we're making infidelity into well mtv started doing entertainment television they started doing x on the beach this is not good infidelity is a bad thing people (laughs) yeah no, a, I mean, there's a reason why all the ancient religions and all the religions of the world criminalize infidelity because it's like the, it's the core thing that will erode the social fabric of society. And it's not about morality even; it's not about ethics. It's literally about basic sociology. Your society will collapse. Yes, look, have you not heard the story of the Trojan War? Yeah, I mean, it's literally, it's the Trojan. The whole story of the Trojan War is because fucking Helen of Troy. If you want to hear the more, yeah, check it. Go to Head on History. <laughs> we, so we just talked this. about the, the, the history of, of the ancient Greeks, but literally, it's a story about Helen cheating on Menelaus. Yes, the whole war, a whole kingdom gets destroyed. Yeah, a whole kingdom gets poor destroyed. Poor Hector. Mm, poor Hector gets killed. Yeah. Why? Because people were cheating. Stupid Paris. Paris and Helen. Helen of Troy. Yeah. Fucking Helen and Troy. See, that's a Helen. cautionary tale. It is a cautionary tale. Toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Built.
1: For that, them, hey. that whole region of the world at that time was pretty toxic. I mean, when the king I of their be. gods becomes a cow to pick up chicks. Uh, yeah, did. You know, see. like, yeah, you know. Europa but and Io, yeah, like, I'm going to be a cow and well, a cow. He, he
0: turned, he turned, he turned... I think he turned one of them into a cow. Io was turned into a cow. Europa, he turned into the cow. So anyways, he pulled the cow trick a couple times. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> Zeus is Zeus done fucked up. Zeus is the king of the toxic relationships. Exactly. He's married to his sister, queen of the gods, Hera, and he ends up cheating with literally everybody under the sun. He's Inclu- cheated even with a dude. Including his children? He hasn't cheated with his children, no. Oh. But he's cheated with everybody else. Oh. Every woman that he thought was attractive, he slept with. He turned into a goose once. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell kind of god is this? He has got some freaky shit. He turned into a god with Lidi. What? Goddess with a a female named Lidi. He turned into a goose for her? He turned into a goose for her. He was a golden. He was a. uh, How do I say this? he was a shower of gold (laughs) for for one of the gods he peed on somebody no he didn't that's what I'm trying to say he was literally turned into gold I think it was uh, Danai or whatever the, uh, the uh, mother of Perseus. Zeus had, had a wandering uh, eye. Zeus, Zeus had a Zeus had a, wandering, was, a wandering a lot of <laughs> things. Wandering a lot of things. All sorts of issues. Cheating, like, yeah. cheating left and right, and then Hera. Hera's relationship. Her her response was not to piss, get angry at her husband. She fucked up all his offspring and his as mistresses. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the original toxic relationship. Exactly. <laughs> Ancient <laughs> Greeks, man. It's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And another example of a really horrible toxic relationship. Is the Mesopotamian version. There's Inanna, the goddess of love and fertility and power, decides one day that she's going to visit her sister in the underworld, Ereshkigal, And she's going to demonstrate how, you know, she's going to you know, show off her strength. So she goes down into the underworld, and at every gate, the guardians shut the gates on her. Mm-hmm. And she goes, open the gates, I am Ishtar, I am Inanna, I am... I'm coming to see my sister. And Ereshkigal goes, you can let her in. But every time she gets to a gate, she has to take off a bit of her clothing. <laughs> and she does this. Every gate, she stops and takes off. By the time she reaches her sister, Ereshkigal, she's completely naked and powerless. Huh. The goddess of love is in the underworld and trapped. And so the gods go, this isn't okay. We can't let love be stuck in the underworld. So uh-huh. we are to need to go and save her. So they send a messenger down. And they go, Ereshkigal, let your sister go. She my, I'll let her go. But someone has to take her place. And Anana's like, who could I possibly ask to take my place? You know, I feel really bad. Maybe I'll ask my husband, Dumuzi. He's probably missing me, he's so sad. So she goes up to visit Dumuzi. And he's cheating on her. And he's fucking sitting on her throne, surrounded by a bunch of naked women, having the time of his life while his wife is trapped in the underworld. Now she was going to ask her husband, who he thought would be a good replacement for her but she saw his ass enjoying his time said fuck it send him to the underworld so <laughs> poor Demuzi gets trapped in the underworld for a period of time and that's why we have fall summer and spring because when Demuzi oh, is in the underworld I thought that's the heat. Have, Hades took someone else yes, so Demeter. That's, that's the, whole, the Greek version of that is yeah. that that Hades kidnaps Persephone yeah. from Demeter who is the goddess of the, of the earth yeah. and the goddess of, of seasons and the, if she gets pissed off she's like fuck it I'm <laughs> I'm gonna turn everything to shit. Yeah. So that's why we have winter and fall. Because Persephone is stuck in the underworld. For half yeah. the year. Half that's the, the year. one I know. But <laughs> there's, a, there's a Mesopotamian version. The ultimate that. gaslight. Mm.
1: The Virgin Mary. What? Pregnant? Nope wasn't wasn't anyone impregnated Mary? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I
0: mean, <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. gaslighting. <laughs> okay. She gaslight Joseph. No, no. <laughs> that's a bit of a theological story. I mean, the, the rest of these cases are examples of toxic relations. The is that she was a virgin according to to the legend. Now you could be skeptical a bit of whatever you want. If you want toxic relationship, it's God's relationship with mankind in the Old Testament. Oh yeah, well, it's whole, a really uh, fucked uh, yeah. up story. I'll well, tell you yeah. one. Good Give me line. your first son, Abraham. My, my yeah, first <laughs> son, right? But, my favorite part of that is like give me your first son he goes to kill his first son unquestioningly yeah. because Abraham's that guy he's that guy okay. and then he
1: goes just kidding yeah. it's a <laughs> prank bro the <laughs> original it's a prank bro my
0: favorite toxic relationship though has always been if you ever really want a to talk for toxic relationship read Moses everything about Moses in the Bible because Moses and God have a really horrible relationship didn't he break one in the commandment? The, the tablets he breaks one of the tablets because <laughs> he's angry at the people but not because of God but huh. God and him literally go like shouting matches God says something and Moses goes, fuck, I'm not going to do it. Mm. <laughs> and then God gets angry and wants to kill Moses. And then he t- there's one instance... Moses is a bad guy in even Muslim stories. He's not a bad guy in Muslim. Yeah, people. listen, all right. In the, the, uh, the Prophet Muhammad, he took the winged donkey up to heaven. No, no, you're... you're okay. <laughs> Moses told him they cannot pray 40 okay, times okay. a day. <laughs> Just stop, because your understanding of theology... Is worse than V's understanding of the Virgin Mary. Uh, you're gonna embarrass yourself. So just stop. That's that what happened. Listen. I thought Moses, Moses is a good guy in in, in the chronic version, but in the biblical version, he's also a good guy. It's God that's the angry guy. At one point, God tells him, "Go to Egypt and let my people go." Right? Go and save my people but Moses had forgotten to cir- get circumcised along the way <laughs> and so what does God decide to do literally it's in the Bible he stalks God he stalks Moses with the intent of murdering him <laughs> because he didn't get circumcised because he didn't get circumcised and he's about to kill Moses until Moses' wife Zipporah circumcises him takes the blood and dabs it on the feet of Moses and therefore the ritual is complete and God goes okay cool I'm not going to kill you anymore <laughs> yeah. so, so fucked up shit than all, all the kind of theological stories out there that's the original toxic relationship <laughs> <laughs> the ancient Greeks, the ancient mm. Mesopotamians, God. The biblical stories, <laughs> yeah. the monotheistic stories, the Muslim, Christian, and Jewish stories. There's toxic relationships all around. But in yeah. other Muslim words, some... or well, Muslims are also part of the Abrahamic tradition. Right? Oh, yeah. Poor mean, little Isaac, man. Huh? Poor, Poor little Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Always, I mean the same Boy, thing with is
1: yeah, oh. yeah. like tradition. the flood too he's like I'm tired of this shit he's he's fucking, and yeah, Scott Peterson to everybody yeah. hey, <laughs> yeah. it's fucked up what? dude You can't
0: say what? stuff like that what, what? did he know? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ it took me a, took me a second <laughs> you always cross a line you always one of these days our, our our podcast is gonna go off the air and it's <laughs> blasphemy God, is okay. I hope so but the Scott Peterson <laughs> line that's <laughs> a truly a fucking true fucking dumbass the assholes blasphemous <laughs> as hell it's a, it's blasphemy mean. blasphemy is one thing it's just a we don't know what lines are to you <laughs> it's just inappropriate <laughs> joking aside inappropriate like what's wrong with you fuck's sake we're going to end it there well, did Scott Peterson, <laughs> not do those <laughs> things? let's, let's, oh end, it, let's <laughs> end it there this podcast was interesting up until that point please let us know what other examples of toxic relationships exist in popular culture yes if you find a Gym particular yeah well Jim and Pam again it's not a toxic relationship it's just a selfish relationship not toxic Exists. They, make, they Specifically make all these fedora wares think that they could get the girl. Specifically toxic relationship. Like Batman and Catwoman is a toxic relationship, mm. right? Joker and Harley Quinn, toxic relationship. Bella and the Beast. Out, Bell, Bell and the Beast. Bell. Bell and the Beast. Bella and Edwards. Those uh, are yeah. toxic relationships. You can hit us up on social media and this is going to let you know how you can do that. Facebook, we're on Facebook.com slash Currently Nerdy. Twitter, at Currently Nerdy. Instagram, at Currently Nerdy. Tumblr, CurrentlyNerdy.tumblr.com. YouTube, YouTube.com slash Currently Nerdy. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, and the iTunes podcast app. Make sure you're subscribed. Give us a five-star review and a nice little rate. No, you give us a five-star rating and a good review. That's what you're supposed to do. If you want to get a hold of us individually, you
1: can. V, how can I get a hold of you? Find me on Twitter Instagram at VTran214. That's VY tran 2 4 or my website's at sevencrosswords.com or thesandwichslayer.com. Ali?
0: You can catch me on my website at aliolomi.com or on Instagram and Twitter at A-A-O-L-O-M-I as well as on our sister podcast Head on History. I just released a cool new episode on the ancient Greeks. Uh, you could also check out my interview with uh, my friend Drew over at the Wonders of the World blog, uh, Wonders of the World podcast, where we talked about the Umayyad Mosque uh, in Damascus. So check that out. Really cool stuff. Diz. You can find me everywhere at DizBullah. D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H. For everyone here at Curly Nerdy, thank you for tuning in. And remember, stay smart, sexy nerds. All hail the Curly Nerdy Empire.